what it is. This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, nobody does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. Welcome to episode 721 of Hard Factor. I'm Will. We got Mark, Wes, and Pat, full crew today. Thank you for cheating on the news with us. It is Tuesday, June 29th, 2021. Um, how you boys doing? Feeling good? I don't have anything like to, for shopkeeping at the top, so I have, I'm just flying blind right now. Got Still doing terrible, spending $125 a night at the Holiday Inn. Oh, really? So you're still stuck in the Holiday Inn, Mark? Yep. What's 85 degrees that? in my house. Now the cats are starting to get a little too hot. Just a nightmare. Nightmare scenario in Austin, Texas. Can't wait to leave. You Can't look, wait to uh, move. You look like not sweaty at all. No, nah, not not in this room. The holiday and it's $125 a night for me to stay on sweaty. Oh, I was kidding. You look kind of sweaty. You look like maybe. Oh. Well, I was just over at the house. I've been thinking about <laughs> what, what we could do for the cats if this continues. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a guy with a metal saw. And I'm thinking we cut a little cat door out of the fridge so they can go okay. in and out of the fridge when they get too hot. I think I that's like that. solution that they would appreciate. What kind of technology would you need to um, you wouldn't need keep, much. The, keep you, it cool? Keep it cool well, in the fridge. You've been in like a walk-in at a restaurant or, right. like, in, or like a grocery store. It's just like at a grocery store. They have uh, where the meat is. They have just that that thick plastic sheet. Like under siege where he was hiding. They had to get just like that. under yeah. siege. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. I like it. Well, we need to get on that because uh, – who knows when an air conditioner can get guy can get out to help you in Austin, Texas? Because there's too many people that live here, and the, all everyone's air conditioners broke. So, you know, yeah, might never get Texas. fixed. Might have to cancel my trip to Florida. You know, well, hopefully not. They got it. They yeah. got to get it done before then. They gotta really? Yeah, I was gonna say West yeah. is also going out of town. Otherwise, it's on West taking the cats, but. So 2020 no, is really just just torn Austin, Texas down. I can't stand Austin, Texas anymore. It, it used to be my favorite place in the world. It's run its course and then some. I can't stand it here. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Elon Musk, Joe Rogan move in and more money, more problems. Who said yeah. that? It was um, uh, Puff Daddy. Mace. Yes. Or well, they Mace, were very yeah. smart. And Mace. Yeah. 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 Uh, I haven't experienced that yet. More money, You're more problems. you still in love with Austin? No, I just the more money, more problems thing. I, I don't, I don't see how I can't see how that's an issue. It seems to be more other people's money, more my problems. Well, correct. Though. Yeah, the yeah. people who live there get fucked by the right. new rich people who move in. That's you guys. I mean, that's well, like it's uh, like the gentrification more gentrification one hundred and one expansion right. one hundred and one. Right. Yeah, right. I mean, that's money happens. you come across, the more problems you see. Right. I mean, Mace was correct. Right. So Mace also illiterate and a man of God. Man of, so yeah, now he's a, like a priest or something or pastor. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't give many sermons from the Bible. Well, because he can't read oh, right. exactly. <laughs> he didn't read the text. Just right. from the heart, just off the top. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's got a lot of good insights. Yeah, he does. I would go to a Mace sermon all day. Oh, the public school system failed him. You know, Al Green. Uh, you can still go see um, him give sermons in Memphis. Nice. I bet those are electric. Al Green. 
What a performer. Pretty good, huh? What a musician. I mean, just his best of is fantastic. All right. Uh, anything else? No. Other topics we got? <laughs> oh, All right. it's uh, 190 in Portland, right? What? 190 degrees? No, I was being facetious, but it is 114. It is the West, the West, the Western United States is having a scorching year, way hotter than normal. So that's unusual, yeah. Yeah, I uh, hope that doesn't lead to big fires. Hope their ACs are working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's do the news. Daily Buzz <clears throat> is up first. Today's observances, it is June 29th, uh, so we've got camera day. Um, big, The big uh, observance that is camera day. Feast of Saints, Peter and Paul. Hug holiday. Wow. Uh, National Almond Butter Crunch Day. National Camera Day and Waffle Iron Day. So just a bunch mm. of really not n- nothing notable at all. At all. Well, Waffle Iron Day is pretty good. Yeah, but this is, I mean, we're a flapjack podcast. So it's true. So we, did we get to the bottom of that? Well, we were berated by many of the listeners who prefer waffles and French toast to flapjacks. But um, yeah, overall, the hive is, a, is a, it seems like to be a waffle right. group. Yeah. yeah. Bubba, Bubba's staring daggers at us right now. Just <laughs> I mean, it's better for toppings. Bringing this up. We know that. We know that, that waffles are better for toppings. So and they hold them better, but yeah. Well, and this is their day, Waffle Iron Day. Okay. There you go. You uh, know what I figured out, just a quick tip, uh, mm-hmm. is uh, I made pancakes the other day, and a lot of the recipes online, the generic r- recipes are pretty good. Like if you don't use the mix, you actually make them like out of flour and milk and eggs. Do about half of the baking uh, powder that they recommend because th- then you'll get those a little, little bit denser. They won't fluff up so much. I don't like fluffy pancakes. They, they give you a little crisp. They give you a little crisp on the edges. <laughs> you don't like fluffy pancakes. Not, not as West. fluffy as some of them. But they, and, okay. and this way, they, you get a little crisp on the edges, which is just amazing. That is that's nice. nice. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. You got to use a ton of butter. Don't use that's as much tough. baking that's powder as they, as they ask, and you'll, you'll, you'll be good. I will say uh, I've never heard of pancake fries, so there's a one-up for waffles. Isn't that kind of like churros? Is it? Pancake fries? There's French toast fries. they're not called pancake fries. No, they're not. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Today in history, (laughs) June 29th, in 1613, London's Globe Theater was destroyed by a fire as a result of a pyrotechnic accident during a Shakespeare play. Then the British made another unfortunate mistake 154 years later, passing the Townsend Revenue Act in 1767 on June 29th. That led directly to the American Revolution, uh, which then in turn led to another huge moment 240 years after that. When Apple released the first iPhone to the market, the U.S. market, on June 29th, 2007. So that's the day. It changed everything. Yeah, it really wow. did. Lots of lots of big, big events. Do you remember when the uh, that iPhone came out and then you could also get the iPod? Uh, it was the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Way cheaper. So you could look like you had an iPhone, but really it was just an iPod. But I it had, had Wi-Fi. So yeah, I had that iPod. It was like. But yeah, you weren't nearly as cool as the people Mm-mm. with the iPhones. We couldn't afford them in 2007. All right, on to the buzz. Honorable mentions. Uh, thoughts go out to David Pasternak and his girlfriend. Uh, they lost a baby boy, Vigo, at six days old. Sadly. So sad. <sighs> God. So, um, really, really sad. Uh, number five, the Supreme Court Justice. I'm going to start that over. Number five, 
Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas wrote an opinion on Monday that federal marijuana laws may now be unconstitutional since the various departments of the federal government are inconsistent in how they handle uh, a plant that is technically illegal, according to Congress. So uh, Justice Thomas noted that Congress has also prohibited the Justice Department uh, from using its funds to pursue state legal medical marijuana businesses, yet the IRS continues to enforce its rules against those same businesses. The topic came up because the court refused to hear a case about granting tax exemptions to a Colorado weed business because I guess you can't grant tax exemptions on something that Congress technically considers illegal. So thanks a lot, Congress. Maybe grow up. And what does it mean for us potheads? That, that sounds bad. That sounds bad. Is that bad? No, I mean, it's good. It means it's a Supreme it's Court justice. One of the most conservative ones basically thinks that, hey, if you're not if you are going to be wishy washy about the federal prohibition, maybe you should consider getting rid of it since you are taxing okay. everybody. That's good. Whatnot. That's yeah. good. So I mean, it was a dumb idea to start. Back in the early 1900s, funny enough, California was the first state to make uh, marijuana illegal in 1915, followed by the feds in 1937. Pretty sure it was Ronald Reagan that did that. Yeah. No, I don't think he... Yeah. Was he alive in 1915? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he it's was just, probably young, youngin' back then, yeah. Weird to think California uh, was the first ones to get rid of it, and also the first, basically, I mean, besides Colorado. I mean, it's, it it's time to stop holding on to... Get out of the way. Get out of the way of the green train. I'm no. so excited. Get off the tracks. Those guys that won't. Yeah. Okay. So like, you know, like there's the guys that won't, wouldn't smoke dope when it was illegal just because like they, they respect the law guys. And half of those dudes will smoke dope when they're in a legal state. But then there's the other half that are like, it's still federal legal. So I'm going to stay out of it. Uh, a lot of these people are also like ex-military. So, you know, they'll try shit. I can't wait until it becomes federally legal and then to watch those dudes just enjoy the sweet toke love it of the reef. love it well the millions of people are gonna be like whoa whoa the thing what about that it thinking? is the yeah. thing about it is most states have state laws at this point on marijuana so what's the point if mm-hmm. if like half the states where is it's legal already and half treat the it like alcohol knock right. it off yeah, unless knock you're it off. unless you're running a fucking dispensary and you're worried about the feds coming in and fucking you up there's just go by the states. No, which they can't. That's the problem. So the, the feds aren't 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 like going after these businesses yet. They can't be like get they regular rules like the yeah, IRS. They, they, they were they, in California yeah. as recently as five years ago. Yeah. Right. But now that they don't, it's like so if you're going to say that it's illegal across the board, then it's illegal across the board. But now they're saying it's legal sometimes like for the feds to not like for the DOJ to not prosecute these businesses, but then illegal in the case right. of get like it off the get it yeah. off the federally illegal drug list. It's right. legal right. to own. Let it. the states decide. It's legal to buy it, and if you're the proprietor of a hash shop, it's legal to. And while you're at fiction? it, get all the nonviolent weed dealers out of jail. Right. Yeah. According to Congress, it's illegal to have it unless they can take your tax money for it. So I think that's their official stance at this point, which uh, Justice Thomas rightfully thinks should be reviewed. Number four, team sports, uh, defending World Cup champions. France in soccer, they went out of the Euro tournament to Switzerland on Monday in a massive surprise loss by penalty shootout. Um, that's immediately after dealing with Sign Lady at Tour de France. So oh. sacre bleu for the French. It's been a bad couple of days for them. So. <laughs> what if she was at that event? What if she was at the game? I wouldn't be surprised. Distract, distracting the goalie. I wouldn't be surprised if they bring back the guillotine for that lady. 
Oh, yeah, they should. They should bring it back for everybody involved in this last couple of days. Uh, Spain also <laughs> outscored Croatia in extra time. Uh, both games on uh, Monday had a shitload of goals. Very entertaining uh, for soccer. England versus Germany is today, and Sweden versus Ukraine is also today. In the NBA, the Suns are about to try and close out the Clippers as we record, and the Bucks are looking pretty good after Trey Young got hurt by a ref in game three. So um, He said something mean to him? I stepped on his foot and then like hurt his ankle. So, how many days away are we from a tearful apology in French from the sign lady? Because it's gonna they're gonna find her. Yeah, you think they'll find her? Do you, well. Let me ask a better question: Do they find the sign lady or the guy that sh- shot up Times Square first? The guy at Times Square for sure. You think? Because yeah. they have they have like a two or three day head start on sign lady. They might find sign lady's body, but they might not, you know. That's that might be it. That's what happened in Times Square. Oh man, some fucking a hole shot uh, shot up uh, a marine, uh, at, you know, with his family, well, broad so, daylight in Times Square. So, so that's way way worse than sign lady. Oh, 100 percent worse. Yeah. But they're they're looking for both. They're both on the loose right now. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, hope, I hope they, they find. The, I hope they find the, the New York the guy. guy. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also hope they trad Rijay sign lady out of France. I'm hoping that sign lady makes another appearance with the sign at a sporting event. Oh, that would be epic. <laughs> Dude, if it was closer to Halloween, sign lady would be a huge Halloween costume this year. It's it's like the sign man, fan man, that came flying into all the different sporting events. Mm-hmm. I hope she just shows up with like, hey, grandma and grandpa, to like all these big events. <laughs> that guy killed himself. Did he? Yeah. Famine from from the from the, uh, from, <laughs> the from the boxing match that he wrecked the yeah yeah yeah, yeah, he, yeah. that boxing match yeah they found they, found, they found him dead in the woods that's what I'm saying sign lady is probably going to go the same way oh, oh okay. wait wait Wes did he suicided himself or segment it was an accident yeah, how did how did we get I'm here? pretty sure he uh, pretty sure he suicided himself fan fan guy well we got to New York Times right, shooting guys. multiple suicides <laughs> okay finally in the NHL the Lightning and Habs are uh, playing game one of the Stanley Cup Finals right now. The Lightning are up one to nothing as of time of recording. James Muller, he hung himself. James Miller, he hung oh himself. By his parachute God. cord or what? No. Good. Giving, the, giving you the good facts. For the, good for the Lightning, Will. It looks like okay. it's a big year for Tampa. <laughs> number three, keep it in sports. Hopefully it goes different this time. Individual sports on number three. The UFC is punishing Francis Ngannou for not wanting to defend his heavyweight title three months in. Uh, he was supposed to fight Derek Lewis to defend the belt at UFC 265 on August 7th. But now, since he says he's not ready, Lewis gets Cyril Gain at UFC 265 for the interim heavyweight belt. So, love that Derek Lewis has an easier path to the belt, but pretty fucked up for Francis Ngannou, right? Like, a three is that normal, Mark, to have to defend your belt like every three months? No, it's not normal. Oh, uh, usually, so, so not at all. Uh, <laughs> so they don't like him or what? <laughs> I mean, if you fight four times in a year, which is every three months, that's a very active year. Usually people fight twice a year at that level. Okay. So the UFC must have a beef with Ngannou or something. They, right? I think they have a lack of stars and they're trying to combat all the boxing matches going on with their ex-stars and with the Paul brothers so and with they, all the box. They, they feel they, the they pressure. Ngannou's like their biggest star right now. He's a, he's a star. He's a heavyweight champion. He knocks everyone's fucking head off. So they want him <laughs> fighting. As, he, I guess he's healthy. So they want him fighting as often as possible. Yeah. So did did you guys see, speaking of UFC, uh, they're, they're launching a cryptocurrency? Did you guys mm, see that? I saw that, yeah. Right. So yeah. there was a new coin that, la- that launched on uh, or got listed on Coinbase called Chills, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess it's part of this website called Socios, which is going to be like a governance token where like it's essentially like 
you know, depending on how much token you have, you can vote and your vote is valued. Anyway, UFC is going to be doing that in some sort of governance way. So I, I think that might be determining who is fighting for the belts down the line. Did you guys hear about this at all? Oh, that's kind of cool. No, I didn't hear about it as a vote thing, but that's awesome. That's cool. Yeah, yeah they're, launching it ne- they're launching the UFC fork of it next week or next month. I'm excited to see what it is, how it plays out. But then Maybe Wales could just, pay their fighters more. Right. That That's a good option. Also, the Wales could, could totally influence who fights for which belts. Right. Yeah. It's pretty cool. For sure. Yeah, no, in, that um, would suck. But I mean, uh, okay. European soccer, too, are the other people that are adopting it. The gov- This governance token for sports. Socios. I don't know. Check it out. I found it yesterday. Wow. I'm like, Socios pass. All right. Number two, Scotty Pippen. Uh, Scotty is on a tear. Um after being clearly hammered on TV Sunday night, he then uh, called Phil Jackson a racist on the Dan Patrick show. And that trended all day Monday. So here's a mixtape of his bender that I pulled together with help from Mark and Wes identifying which clips. Um, and for the listeners, I'm about to play it. But please be advised, Scotty has a bottle of whiskey in the foreground of all of these shots. It's his, his new whiskey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah his new whiskey. Here, here we go. He likes it. Kobe played in the era for the game. Had a little bit of physicality to it where you could kind of put hands on. Uh, LeBron and JV are playing in the what? era for basketball. is freedom. <laughs> Look at so, well, you can put wall of the But all of that I understand from the basketball standpoint. But when you say a racial move Well, why would why would Tony, who was a rookie, get the last second shot and you put me out of bounds? That's what I mean, racial. Michael Jordan is not there. So who's next in line for you? <laughs> but if you talk to He's Phil about this, because yeah. you, by saying a racial move, then you're you're calling Phil a racist. I don't got a problem with oh, that. Damn. Do you think Phil was or is? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, do you remember Phil Jackson left the Lakers, went, wrote a book on Kobe Bryant and then came back and coached him? All right. So. Oof. That's what Scotty has been up to for the last 24 we gotta hours. we got to get Scotty a new PR taping. guy. And, and Here's yeah, the, any PR the, guy. The Cloonies of the worlds and the Ryan Reynolds of the worlds, the guys that own liquors but know to not drink it, actually drink it when they're promoting it, <laughs> need to have a chat with Scotty. I, I don't know, Pat. You know what this entire thing makes me want to do? Yeah, Buy Scotty Pippen's whiskey because <laughs> it hammer. works. It yeah. works. It does. <laughs> Thank you, public image. Ten points. <laughs> it works. What? Oh what no! I mean, it? he's having the time of his life for Pippen. Long term, yeah. not great. But today, no. this week, yeah, he's. I th- this I'm weekend, with. I want to get my hands on some Pippen whiskey. He's enjoying himself. Is it called Larsa? Is that the name? Did he name it Larsa? <laughs> Larson. You gotta wonder what's uh, happening at home. We know what's the, happening. He's fucking distraught. He's yeah. sending drunk text messages. Yeah. The whiskey's <laughs> not happening. selling. He's on social on. media a little too much. Yeah. Looking at Larsa and he's just pounding that whiskey. Yeah, sorry, Scotty. But yeah, I mean, uh definitely he really went at Phil Jackson there. That's a he's, big allegation. Was Phil Jackson I mean, because watching the the last dance, like Phil Jackson and him seem to have a pretty decent relationship, right? They no. won six championships. It all it all fell apart when two things would happen with Pippen. One, he quit on the team one championship game he was like sick or something or injured and he just went 
he didn't play sick Richard. Jordan was like, what a bitch. He, that was in the documentary. And then the other was when Jordan was playing baseball, they were playing like the Knicks in game six of like the Eastern Conference semis or I don't think. It's I think that's what he's referring to in that. Interview. The Kukoc was yeah, the biggest Kukoc incident. Play. Tony yeah. Kukoc was their best shooter. So uh, and and probably Pippen was getting double teamed. So Phil Jackson threw, right. drew, up, drew up a game winning play that Kukoc hit the shot and Pippen refused to get off the bench because he wanted the shot. And that, that became like a big deal. But they won the game and it's like, right. OK, but, but Kukoc you won the game. isn't going to be double. Yeah. Also, let's talk about races. Kukoc is really the different race here. He's from whatever goddamn country is in America. Right. So mm-hmm. Phil Jackson's really, you know, extending a hand of diplomacy. He's anti-American. Well, that's yeah. And also, it's just an anti-American. Also, Scotty is is still bitter about the the, sh- the terrible contract that they gave him. his pay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, for sure. You know what he should be bitter about is when he went to the Trailblazers and they were up three one on the Lakers against Kobe and Shaq and they blew it, including a seventeen point lead going into the fourth quarter of Game Seven uh, <laughs> that they lost by ten. So I mean, you know, shut up, Scotty. You're one of my favorite players, but you know, come on. What oh are yeah. You doing? I mean, he's sliding down on everybody's list. What are you doing? That. Bad week for Scottie Pippen. Mm-hmm. Number one in the buzz today, North Korea is very concerned with the quote-unquote emaciated look of their fearless leader, Kim Jong-un, who is still at least 250 pounds at <laughs> five foot eight, according to <laughs> estimates from North Korean watchers. Um, here's the quote from North Korean state TV. Our people's hearts ached most when we saw Kim's emaciated looks. Everyone says... Their tears are welling up in their eyes naturally. Uh, yeah, that's that's because they know better than anyone how bad it sucks to be starving, uh, and they're they're really feeling it. Yeah, that's they a good are. point. Yeah, you guys saw a picture of his transformation there. He simply appears to be approaching a relatively healthy weight for a thirty-seven-year-old male. Even yeah, though he's good. Yeah, even though he's a ruthless dictator, I'm sure he just doesn't want to have a heart attack like his father and his grandfather. And so he lost a little bit of weight, and that's the buzz. Maybe they're scared because they're like, if this guy doesn't even have food, then we're really fucked. It's true. Yeah. That's that's a good point. And they are having a really hard time, Mark, due to COVID. He says it's right. like COVID has, has crippled the country entirely. So maybe he's trying to lose weight to like sell that. To, to all the people who are probably look, starting. even I'm even I'm having a hard time. I only have yeah. 50 horse this this month. Right. The, I think that's what the doctor told him is, listen, at your weight, uh, the amount of women that are in your pleasure squad, you're going to die any day. So you better tone it down yeah. a little bit if you want to continue this this amazing lifestyle that you have. Mm. Yeah. Do you like the pleasure squad? Yeah. Do you want to continue the pleasure squad? Exactly. Do yeah. you want to sleep with their children? <laughs> mm. Okay. Yeah, exactly. KJU, uh, by North Korean uh, watchers, uh, you know, uh, monitors, uh, they say that they estimate he dropped from 308 pounds uh, to somewhere around like, like 245. Two, that's two, a square two, man. At his height, yeah. that is a square. He's coming up straight up on a square. He's still obese in America, uh, probably under the oh, R- for sure. R- shit yeah. standards. He's still like 5'8, 250, but he's much healthier probably now than 5'8. Yeah. 308. He went from so. 10 ladies to 20 ladies, and now he's probably much happier in one night. That's Good true. His Good. stamina is probably really up there now. Yeah. He can dunk more people in the piranha tank. He can mm-hmm. do, yeah, or pleasure squad. Yeah. Okay. Good for him. Um, I'm ready to take you on, Rodman. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play one on one. All right, guys. 42 uh, year old Robert Galwitzer. Uh, He's one of us. He's from Ankeny, uh, Ankeny, Iowa. 
there he is. Just just look at him. He looks like a nice guy. Try not to let the jail stripes judge him. Uh, uh, you know, yeah. don't judge him too hard. He's mm. he's one of us, though. OK, you see what happened to Robert on Saturday night is an atrocity. And um, uh, my not up for grabs heart goes out to him because he did something that all <laughs> of us at one point in time uh, have wanted to do. He called in a bomb threat to a restaurant for getting his order wrong. Um, the restaurant McDonald's, <laughs> the incorrect order. <laughs> Has not 100% been disclosed yet, but what we do know at the time of this recording is some asshole forgot his dipping sauce for his McNuggets, oh, something no. that is just inexcusable <laughs> um, and punishable by death, if you ask me. So, um, you, you know, I, I back this up. So we wrapped the Fatathon last week, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know what it is about, like, I did okay. You know, I did pretty good, lost 20 pounds. I don't know what it is about, nice. like, achieving something where, like, you want to immediately hurt it. Yeah, like just, you know, regress. So I was like, you know, I'm getting some late night McDonald's. And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, again, my ongoing battle with specific instructions that I'm giving to these delivery drivers and them just not paying attention at all. But I ordered honey mustard and they came with hot mustard. And I wanted to find the guy's family. Yep. Big mistake. Absolutely. Bomb threat. Absolutely. Yeah. So so that's what this guy did. Um, I threw the nuggets in the trash. Did you really? Oh man! No, didn't like no, that. Shut up! No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. I mean, straw. You know, maybe you, fine. You, you used that hot mustard. I fucking ate the hot mustard. How you used the hot mustard. You didn't need yeah. audible to a home sauce. It just means I'm gonna have to order again to get the order perfect. Yeah. Oh, McNuggets right. and ranch though, like a home ranch, so gross. Have you ever done that? Ugh. Awesome. Well, you could like no. no, but you need to do like a sriracha ranch or something. You gotta spice yeah. it up a little. You're making yeah. your own sauces over there. <laughs> oh yeah, you got maybe a sriracha mayo, a little aioli. <laughs> you can't, if you're not blending sauce at home, man, you has got way back. He's got the belt with like the sauces on him. He can like. He's <laughs> <laughs> got the sauce gun. Yeah, he's got the sauce gun on. I should get a fucking sauce gun in the kitchen. (laughs) That's a good idea. Um, Anyway, so yeah, napkins, straw, maybe okay, but something crucial to or or an item, death. Um, Now, what we what we have to ask is: Is this his fault? There are two scenarios here. One. He went through the drive through himself and like an idiot, he trusted the employees to give him the dipping sauce, carelessly pulling away before checking his bag and asking for more. Or what happened to Pat happened, um, in which case the man's actions are completely justifiable. Um, so here's the news uh, clip I'm just going to play for you. It gives you all the details and give it another. An Ankeny man is facing a felony charge tonight after he became upset over an incorrect McDonald's order. Police tell us they arrested John Goldweitzer Jr. on Saturday. They say Goldweitzer was upset that he didn't get dipping sauce with his chicken McNuggets. He <laughs> called the restaurant State Street and Oral Labor Road, mentioning the store blowing up and someone punching an employee. Goldweitzer came to the police was. department and was charged with making a false report for an explosive or incendiary <laughs> device at a Class D felony. So class D felony he's what? getting for uh, of calling in a bomb threat. Come on, drop so, that. So what do you guys you think? Is this his is, charge? Is this his fault? If if it, he went through the drive through, it's absolutely his fault on being a dumbass and doing a bomb threat. But they sh- it should be a fucking misdemeanor. There's no how, how is that a felony? I guarantee. How is a bomb threat a felony? I guess is that guarantee. is that always a felony all the time? Yeah, yeah. it's big news. Yeah. This is a drive-through situation because here, yeah. here's what oh, happened. Man. McDonald's in inside closes at midnight, usually eleven. This was five twenty p.m. 
Oh, okay. I was th- I was thinking maybe he had a couple cocktails, and, and that yeah. maybe influenced. He's just an his... angry guy. Yeah. He but... probably still had a couple cocktails at five twenty p.m. That's a good point. He he just trusted him a little too much, and uh, it came back to bite him in the ass. What if it? What if? What if they did give him a sauce and he like just misplaced it? Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> he gets I... home from jail and the sauce is sitting. On yeah. The oh man, that would be amazing. It just fell out of the bag the wrong yeah, way. It's in yeah. his car somewhere. It's, yeah, it's in his car. <laughs> but I don't that understand incredible. the rage because like okay. I knew when it happened to me, it was the it was the Uber driver, Uber Eats driver that didn't pay close enough attention. I'm putting it on the driver, right? The person's handling the food. Mm-hmm. We are assuming but, that. But I, I had the reason I had so much rage in me is because I, I sat and I watched the fucking app just lie to me for an hour before someone actually picked up my order well, and right. then brought it to me and then couldn't find the fucking place. And I had to go outside of my apartment to All meet this guy. The, all of right. the food delivery apps do that, though. Right. They lie about where they're at. They're so. liars. And then I get upstairs, and I'm hungry because I've waited an hour since I thought about the McDonald's, and I've just been thinking about the sauces. And oh, yeah. So I see how my rage culminated at that point. This guy, yeah, I don't know. you got to be at your house probably, right, to call He's the He was at his house. He got yeah, home. This, guy, this guy's hair trigger, man. Yeah. It just takes one. It yeah. just takes one step. It doesn't need to be three fuck-ups. But he got home and just, looked in the bag? or Yeah, that's what I'm assuming. Is He he, he got home. He, he sat down. He had his uh, setup ready to go. He pulled the McNuggets out. And then he realized that he was fucked. He was, he, he, he was halfway through <laughs> halfway through rummaging through the bag. He started muttering about a bomb threat. Am I going to have to call a bomb threat? Yeah. That, was when, that was when he was working himself up is when he started yeah. to realize... Right. The bag didn't contain what he wanted to contain. Right. He was like, I bomb, mean, bomb, bomb, bomb. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the thing is, are these McDonald's employees maybe going to think twice before they slack off next time? I, I, I think so. I think, I think this guy's uh, a hero. Yeah, yeah. I guarantee you if you get a bomb threat, you start putting sauces in bags. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. How many years is he facing for, uh, <laughs> for this charge? A couple. Probably a couple. We should start could a GoFundMe. You, could you imagine him we explaining should. to other people in jail what he's in for? Oh, man. <laughs> could be a, a fucking hero. This yeah. is like, no, this, that's an embarrassing crime. When you have to explain that, when you have to explain that, like on a job interview. No, no, no prison gang is going to want you to join. Everyone's going to get yeah. it, though. Yeah, yeah, everyone will understand. But he will get I, it. Everyone will understand. I, be like, oh, I, I, damn. I don't, I don't think they're going to go out of their way to beat him up, but they're going to laugh at him. And you didn't realize till you got home, right? And you had your whole setup up. Right. Is, oh, there any way it's, is there any way it's in your car? Would have done I mean, the same people shit. Will get him, people will get him <laughs> doing this, but they're not going to hire him. Then. No, they're not. They're, they're not, not going to want him to join the game. Like, you oh, know what? I forgive him. He's will yeah. probably show good judgment in the future. This is and like they're going to sauce prank him the entire time. Oh, they're going to give dude. everyone else sauce but him. If, if you're this guy's friend, yeah, it's this, now forever. Just sauce pranks. This is like that yeah, guy. Sauce pranks all jail sentence. In the late 1940s, who drove? Who was a New York City bus driver, and he literally. Instead of making a right to go to his route, he made a left and then drove all the way to Hollywood, Florida and got charged with larceny, stealing a bus. And everyone loved that. He just said, fuck it and drove to the beach so hard mm-hmm. that they dropped the charges and he got rehired. That's the way that, that's the modern yeah, equivalent this, of this. I, well, I don't know. This, this is a little different. How? Yeah, they called in a bomb threat because he called in a bomb he threat over a sauce. Packet. Yeah, because he's he's ridiculous. Yeah, you, if you call it a bomb threat over a sauce, he's I mean, principled. I feel bad for him because I can understand the rage, but people are going to try to get him upset in prison with sauce. Oh, that's pranks. a gigantic <laughs> lapse in judgment by this yeah. this man. Yeah, yeah. they're be like, "Watch, we're going to set him off." Let's start a GoFundMe for him. I like that. That McDonald's that much better for you guys. <laughs> I don't know if this is the guy to start a GoFundMe for. It's funny. He's going to disappoint us again. 
<laughs> I want to talk to him. Okay. Right, I'm down with getting him on the show. Okay. The very I least. I don't think he'll, will he be yeah. allowed to discuss the case? Let's I think we'll out. have to send Bubba to, or Cam to him as a lawyer trick situation to get yes. him to talk, probably, because I know he doesn't have one. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we can all pretend to be lawyers. He seems pretty dumb. We can just get him on the show and we'll be doing the show pretending to be lawyers. Don't badmouth him on this show, Mark. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he just. You just wait and see. Son, gonna let you son you're going to be a millionaire. Let me tell you. All right. Are you guys stressed, tired, mm-hmm. just don't yes. feel like cooking? Uh, yeah, me too. Maybe you just had a baby and then you end up uh, ordering in every night and it just is expensive and shitty. Well, you don't have to do that anymore because Freshly, our sponsor, offers quality meals without the hard work of prepping, cooking, and cleaning. Uh, I don't know if you guys have messed with any of these meal services before. If you haven't, Freshly is the best and they're fantastic. Uh, it's really quality food. It's super easy to make. It's chef made, nutrient packed, delicious meals delivered fresh to your door. No cooking required. Uh, grocery shopping and cooking can be a pain, especially right now. Right. Uh, and freshly with freshly, you don't have to grocery shop. It's easy. It comes right to your door. Uh, ordering super easy. You just go to freshly.com and choose from over 30 delicious, satisfying, better for you meals like uh, steak, peppercorn, sausage, baked penne, or their chicken, Pesto bowl, fantastic. Uh, and they can fit your lifestyle with variety of plans and meals to pick from that work for your dietary needs. So if you're a fat ass like us and you want to lose some LBs, maybe for a wedding or I don't know, beach season's kind of already here. But uh, one easy way to do that is to control your caloric intake. A lot of people think it's exercise. It's not. It's caloric intake. Freshly can help you do that. Just eat the freshy meals. Simple. Uh, yeah, they have lighter ones, heavier ones, so you can customize everything you want. Yeah, and our listeners, guys, right now can try Freshly for just six sixteen per meal. What? It's like uh, it's it's probably what this guy paid for his McDonald's meal before called the bomb threat. That's so cheap, and it's way better than McDonald's. So stop searching for the internet for uh, healthy food near me every night. Start living life freshly uh, right now. Mm. They're offering our listeners forty dollars off your first two orders. Ooh. So go to freshly dot com slash hard factor one word. Stop stressing about dinner. Go to Freshly.com slash Hard Factor. Get that $40 off your first two orders. That's Freshly.com slash Hard Factor for 40 Quick bucks. note about the uh, packaging at Ravs, and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's like it comes in an awesome package. Um, they go in the fridge, not the freezer, so you probably have more space in the fridge. And it comes with like like bubble wrapped with these two like enormous um, ice packs that are gelatin that like are like eco-friendly. So you can let them you – can, you can either put them in your freezer and have – like I – it, the night I was the first night with the AC out, I just took one of their freshly uh, ice packs and put it on my back and Very slept in my house in 85 yeah. degree weather. Like they're just these like awesome. Mark, ice packs we're trying to give you a little pe- order freshly, not think about your back. Well, look, I, I'm just saying that the, the packaging, you if you're worried about like dry package. ice, the, the packaging comes in. <laughs> the, the, cats can use the, box. Cool. the cats can yeah, use a box. The cats can use a box. Cool. As a, as a toy. Don't, well. don't poo poo this, Pat. This is good salesmanship. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Your right. pillow. Yeah. 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 That was really rude. All right. Gets hot over there. Guys, in a classic flip flop, the Make-A-Wish Foundation has killed its previous policy that all critically ill children be vaccinated before their wish could be granted. Good call. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck? Good call. Flip it on that. Yeah. Well, back on June 24th, the Make-A-Wish Foundation CEO, Richard Davis, uh, so said... The fa- just a few days ago. Yep. He said yeah, the foundation Dick would... Dick Davis. Dick Davis 
old Dickie Daves, Deep Dick and the Kids. Uh, he said oh. that uh, the foundation would continue granting wishes, including airfare and overnight stays, to those who had completed their vaccination, saying, quote, what the fuck? all wish participants, including your wish kid and any siblings, will need to be two weeks past completion of either one-dose or two-dose vaccines. And, Pat, uh, uh, you're referring to terminally ill children, right? Well, Correct. I, I think it goes without saying that are these kids uh, already on the clock enough? You know, can we... Uh, well, yeah, but they're under, yeah, and they're under 12, a lot of them, too, which the, the vaccine right. isn't approved Correct. for yet. And they're undergoing Correct. treatment, which the vaccine, I mean, the parents may be concerned that they interfere you, with. You said they're family members, too, like some guy's, like, uncle. Yep. Some, if, he, if the uncle wanted to accompany him and he could ruin the trip. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, look, I, I mean, okay. I understand this what is Davis terrible. is trying to do there, which is uh, an and effort. He's an to idiot. He, well, he's a fucking idiot. What he's trying why, to why do. Why would he implement th this policy? I can get it for the, for the non-kids. But wherever right. you go with kids, they don't have to, like. Right. For the most part, they're not applied to any of these COVID things because they don't really get it. If they do get it, they don't get sick usually. So here's the thing. Give them the wish. Right. Quickly. Well, right. But right, OK, yeah. hold on. He's trying to protect the people working with the Make-A-Wish Foundation to make the wishes come true. But I don't know. For the last 41 years, they've been putting those workers of volunteers uh, at risk of catching cancer from these kids. And now they're worried about COVID. <laughs> that I don't understand. You know, it's like one is a little bit more serious than the other. So I'm yeah. kidding. Guys. OK, so here's the deal. Uh, <laughs> Aren't all these workers probably vaccinated, too? Like, yeah, so they probably they're are. They're fine. They're, they're OK. They probably the are. They I like how it's side. probably their choice. I mean, uh, so what's really funny about this story is immediately two of my co-hosts, one of them nailed uh, an obvious thing, right, which is children under 12 are not supposed to be vaccinated. And the other one assumed that these were um, terminal kits, right, uh, which is pretty much w w what the Internet was split on. One of the things is right. One of the things is wrong. So uh, it's common misconception. It's terminal kits. It's not. Uh, but but now, it's kids it's undergoing cancer treatment. Yeah, yeah, it's it's critically ill is the is the term. Okay, they use. critically ill, undergoing okay. cancer treatment, and and they may potentially have their treatment fucked right. up by pull this. Through. By Do this any of these critically ill kids ever turn for the worse all of a sudden? Well, I mean, time all the, all does tell, Mark. All the time. Well, okay, look, here he, he, here's the specific statement. <laughs> Why does that matter? That they gave. What I'm saying is, it might be their last chance. To give them the wish. Critically ill is not good. So like critically ill if, or whatever, th there's no real distinction there. They have like stage right, four cancer. They have they have the they have given the fucking wishes. With the right. If they're on the fucking list of the Make a Wish Foundation, yeah. they got the, they got yeah, some exactly. big problems. Send John Cena to them because that's what like he does like half of these anyways. He does a lot. He must be fucking busy as shit. Right. It's just like imagine if you imagine if you were the go to guy, if you were a child's hero, essentially all you got you got to spend most of your life. Uh, dealing with sick kids. Anyway, on Sunday, the Make a Wish mm -hmm. Foundation issued, which is fine. I get, I get dealing with sick kids, but if you're Cena, you know it's a lot. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, that's Wednesday, why, that's Thursday. That's why Ken Griffey Jr. retired. I mean, he collects some big checks. No, just, doing just kidding. <laughs> they don't pay you. Make a Wish Foundation and pay you. You donate your time. They pay for like the flight and like you, you know, a pair of John Cena underwear, or whatever merch he's selling. But other than that, you know, that's that's uh, that's volunteer. Right. It by goes Cena. a long way in helping him keep up his 
tons of contracts. Who knows? So, you know, he could say he's... Oh, okay, anyway. On Sunday, the Make-A-Wish Foundation issued this <laughs> statement clarifying its stance. Um, the foundation said that it understands that many children seeking wishes can't be vaccinated because they're illness, right? Uh, and that Make-A-Wish will no longer require those children to get a vaccination um, for the COVID-19 coronavirus. And that, quote, any child fighting a critical illness is eligible for Make-A-Wish. Well, it does not reflect the majority of children we serve... We do occasionally serve children whose medical provider has determined that the child will not survive their illness. And in time-sensitive situations like these involving an end-of-life diagnosis, a special process has been and will continue to be in place regardless of vaccination status. Oh, so they're they're not changing it for all kids, only terminally ill kids. No. Well, I guess what they were trying to do there is just clarify that like, hey, before you jump down our throat, Internet, because this is what every comment was. The majority of the kids we treat are not terminally ill. They went on to say, but if John Cena's double booked, he's going to the vaxxed kids. Exactly. Right. Mm. Uh, so, further- they, so they totally reverse course four days later or <clears throat> yeah. they're not reversing course and saying and explaining. This no, was they- the most obvious reverse course since the Peloton kid got sucked they in. Totally like, reverse we're, course. Not, we're not taking the Pelotons off the market. Right. right. They're idiots. Well, yeah. Because oh, what they're saying is that. Um, we understand that certain kids can't get vaccinated. I think they're still saying they want you to be vaccinated. Oh, they understand that now? And then they're saying, just to clarify, I know this looks bad uh, with terminals. Uh, so, you know, we always had their back. That's what they're saying. So. Oh, right. Sure. Yeah. To further compl- complicate things, um, little Tommy maybe Doherty. Can, maybe we can send them a John Cena DVD. Yes. A DVD of John Cena. Hey, <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> this I mean, is John Cena. Look alike in. Yeah, dubbing, yeah. dubbing in his name, deep faking in your son's name. Um, Heard you didn't get faxed. <laughs> so this is about the best I can do. Five seven, John Cena. Look, I don't want to yeah. have to wrestle with coronavirus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's a little bit too fast and furious, guys. To further complicate things, little Tommy Doherty of Uniontown, Massachusetts, Bubba, could you put that up a picture? Who's suffering from terminal cancer um, and re- was recently approved for a wish from Make-A-Wish Foundation has stated publicly that his wish is for all boys and girls in the world to be vaccinated. So I don't know what the fuck they're going to do now because it's... <laughs> I'm kidding. All right, let's Tommy's let's, not terminal, is he? No, he's terminal. His shit, yeah. Oh, no. So it's on you guys. Fuck. Yeah, I made Tommy up. Um, all right, let's take it to the internet. Um, Auntie Wainwright, hashtag take off your mask, hashtag scamdemic, says, my nephew happens to be visiting right now. He's 11. He's been sick with the vax for about two weeks. He's sitting next to me right now and said, uh, I wish I didn't have the jab. Oh, and uh, to that, post. at Tina M. Duraco said, bless his heart. This is so sad. Sending love and prayers. Um, now, the both of them have to be bots. No, Tina is not. Uh, now, Auntie Wainwright, take off your mask, scandemic. Scamdemic could be a, yeah, a troll. <laughs> That's but, but I got to tell you, if she's a troll, she's very committed because uh, the 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 account is um, always on on target. Uh, it's like the same style as the post of the woke people that they're like. My four year old son asked me why racism exactly exists the same or whatever. Style. Yeah, exactly. He um, cried when when Joe Biden yeah. got elected and said, "No more kids in cages." Exactly that type of post. Yeah. yeah. Right and. As we said at the top of the show, the CDC does not recommend vaccinating kids under 12 years old. Uh, yeah. There was a guy that uh, um, I told you guys about it. Some guy uh, DM'd me on Instagram. 
uh, and he DM'd me before and they were like fairly rational DMs. So like I, you know, would like them or whatever, like respond like, cool, cool. And then the one night, like a month ago, he DMs me and it's just a, a, a study that, you know, all of the people that are vaxxed are going to die. And I'm like, yeah, are, are you just telling me that I'm going to die? He's from just life, like, oh. life science like, news. I had the, yeah, yeah. He was like, he was like, oh, did you get the jab? He goes, well, then yeah, you're going to die. And I was just like, what the yeah, fuck Alex is wrong Jones, with you? Well, I think was the first one to, to and I was like, you're a lunatic. That. And he goes, oh yeah, I've asked five other people and they all think you're going to die too. And I was wow. just like, oh my God. You know what this reminds me of? He goes, we'll see who gets the last laugh. And I was like, why would you laugh at that? He goes, it's an expression. I will be crying at my uncle's funeral. Funeral. My brother-in-law got the jab. My sister-in-law got the jab. It's so heartbreaking. They're all gonna die. We'll see who gets the last laugh. It's like, what the fuck it is wrong me, with people? You guys ever seen the show, uh, like the forty-four hundred or Manifest? On net, both of them are on Netflix right mm-hmm. now. Or no. just any show where like some people get something and other people don't, and then it creates a huge rift between the people who get it and the people who don't. And when everybody in society yeah, does it, like that's the basis down, of though. a lot of shows. Don't assume. Either side's gonna die. How about that? No, but people have to be whipped into a frenzy, Mark. You have to okay. understand. Check your yeah. sources. What they don't understand is that the people that publish that article are making money because it's sensational and clickbaity, and they clicked on it and then shared it. And uh, yeah, well, there's okay. so much vaccine disinformation both ways. Like, y- yeah, you could click any day. You can find articles that tell you the vaccines are perfect and wouldn't harm fly. We'll make you immortal immune forever and all this stuff. Or you can find ones that say the vaccine will kill you for sure in 10 years uh, and that it causes all this other stuff. But they did add heart inflammation to the uh, warnings the FDA did. But I mean, like, Mm -hmm. so, you know, there's so much disinformation out there. It's not surprising that it has these people. Not that much disinformation from the people that are vaccinated. Tell you what's going to kill me is that damn Austin weather. No, there is. Uh, that. And now it's time for the TikTok <laughs> international moment. <laughs> it's hot over there. It's hot. Um, uh, hey, guys, good news for us fatties. There is a new guaranteed way to lose weight from scientists in New Zealand's, is it Otago University? Otago. Otago. So down in Otago University uh, in New Zealand, meet, meet the Dental Slim Diet Control. If we can get a picture of this thing up above the, the mouth. Yeah, it's this is the, the, the Dental Slim Diet Control is the world's first medical weight loss device. The Dental Slim Diet Control uses metal and magnets to allow for only a two millimeter gap between the teeth, no matter how <laughs> wide you try to open your mouth, meaning that the people they apply this to can only ingest liquids while it's in their mouth. Um, it's... It's functionally quite comfortable, so you don't feel like your jaw's in a steel trap, says University of Otago health science professor Paul Brunton, who has to explain that the steel trap doesn't feel like a steel trap. Mm. Uh, this is the fifth generation of the device after five years. The first four didn't work out as well. And all seven patients that were unfortunate enough to have to try these things lost a ton of weight. And when asked for comment, one of them said, it works great. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people are pu- got to be pulling their teeth out with this thing, right? Because you're trying to you eventually open they up. They claim you they can can't talk. open their mouth. <laughs> you know, they see they, a delicious they, burger, they, knock, yeah, it, knock a couple teeth out. Yeah, they, they claim you can talk and drink, though. So it's like opens just wide enough. That the magnets hey, are just here. strong enough to. Like, I'm feeling it, it for the. Uh, can you liquefy that burger? There's got to be some guys that picked up on a certain um, woman who had lower self esteem because of her weight, right? And uh, expected us. <laughs> Certain level of performance from her, 
and then uh, mm. and then saw her get this thing. I was like, God damn it! Oh, that's if true. Do- yeah, it's true. If the doctor's oh. th- threatening, I'm not saying that it's normal or should happen, but it does happen. If you're the saying doctor's... that uh, chubby chicks uh, giving head, will, will this will ruin that? There you go. Say, well, you're saying, we, saying we, chubby we, chicks we are now completely useless. Yeah, <laughs> what that's what you said. Yeah. I wasn't saying that. I'm saying there's yeah, some guys are. out that's, there. That's what you said. That's what you meant. <laughs> I don't particularly believe that to be true. If the uh, doctor's threatening this device on me, um, you know, figuring out a way to lose weight before the next time I see the doctor. Do you think who the that, fuck bro? Is, people are really going to wear this thing? Are people excited about this? Some people, it's going to be like forced on people in oh. New Zealand. Dude, yeah. well, so like, is it, what, you can't, can't you opt for the stomach staple? Yeah. Uh, if you have the money, this is probably a lot cheaper. Well, yeah. they won't do the stomach staple. So like if you, if you watch yeah. Thousand Pound Sisters, okay. they're essentially these two sisters one of them had to lose, they both had to lose 50 or 75 pounds, which at their weight would, they could do that in a week to get the stomach staple to show right. the doctor that it's worth his time to do the surgery because they're going to actually they like, do, it. do what they need to do afterwards to maintain it. And it's free because TLC's paying for it. And the woman couldn't do it. One of the women you, couldn't uh, do it. Well, there's uh, also, I will say, go ahead. There's also a new drug out there that's injectable <clears throat> in the US, but there's also a pill form in Britain. And it makes you uh, feel fuller. Um, yeah. which sounds like a lot easier route. Much than better than the thing. metal metal magnet trap on your mouth. Could you yeah. imagine? I would like to get the, like a seven hundred, like the people you're talking about, uh, Pat Mike mic'd up when they get this thing in their mouth and they're just complaining about how they can't eat the entire time. Oh, so, you want to hear screams in the night? Is that what you want to hear? Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't make you less full. It just makes you not miserable. able to eat. They'd eat yeah. all day. They all wouldn't right. stop eating. Is what would happen. They but would they just... can't eat. It's just liquid. It's just <laughs> melt. They'd just be drinking milkshakes all day. Yeah, that's what yeah. they do. Right. Yeah, milkshake, please. <laughs> uh, Which is right, a good point. I saw, a... I saw yeah. Coach Doug's commented, and he was like, "I would just drink milkshakes." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he, he would beat he would beat the thing from where it would McDonald's purpose. 70 yeah. percent of the machines are broken at any one time. So good luck. You, you, know? you can buy pints of vanilla ice cream and yeah, put ice in a blender. Um, let's head down to Australia. Good night, mate, uh, where two adult men have been fined one thousand dollars each by the New South Wales police for violating covid protocols. What the 30-year-old and 49-year-old male did uh, was get completely naked, sunbathed together on the beach, uh, where they then said they were freaked out by a deer and then both ran into the woods scared and naked and got lost and needed to be rescued by rescue workers that had to use helicopters to find them. Oh, they didn't get freaked out by a deer. Yeah, they, no, were, they were on drugs. It was drugs. <laughs> yeah. Here's what it looks like to sign while sunbathing naked, startled by a deer. <laughs> Which is from the New South Wales COVID press conference update this week. <laughs> that sign language interpreter was having the time of her life at that, yep. at that press conference. And like you guys said, there's no way that they were, you know, not sunbathing hammered because they're seeing fake deers. Yeah, I mean, is they're, drunk and, they're drunk and, and high. Is yeah. there no, sarcasm? into the woods to in, yeah. to in bang, sign language. Right? There must be, right? Like, in yeah. the way you yeah. deliver it. She did the jerk-off sign afterwards. <laughs> right. Startled by deer. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> rolls her eyes. Yeah, roll. <laughs> they got lost in the woods. I mean, after after having, like, a, a little... They were little, having little sex and non-drugs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, come on. Yeah. Good for them. But they you know, made up a story that people are buying for some reason. New South <laughs> Wales Police Commissioner Mick Fuller was not happy with the men saying this, clearly putting people at risk by leaving home without a proper reason. And I think then on top of that, getting lost to the national park and diverting important resources away from the health operation. I think they should be embarrassed. Uh, yeah, I'm sure yeah. they are. But Mick, who quit the tough guy act. 
uh, pretty quick once a complete lunatic approached him at that same press conference and this happened. Question for you. Did you receive my notice of cease and desist? It's not your uh, time. Sorry, I understand this. Sorry. Sorry. No, no. You were served. Don't come near me. You served with a notice to cease and desist. I captured this last year and I captured everything. I am the prime creator of this earth. I am the... Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Captured everything on this earth a year ago. He's the prime creator of the earth. Yeah, he got right up in the commissioner's face, and the commissioner was like, ah, 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 ah. Uh, yeah. So, you know. It's amazing how, how you know, if that happened in America, that guy would have been body slammed and tased. Yeah, this guy's doing a press conference where he yeah, believes but- the story of two guys on drugs seeing a deer, yeah. and then another an lunatic comes up. Yeah. You may be tased and body slammed in America, but in Australia, they just went back into a strict ass lockdown. Like they have yeah. some very strict uh, laws there. No, I'm not saying it's better. I'm just saying uh, that, he's saying it's unusual. Happened. It's unusual to see the police yes. commissioner get approached by a guy handing him a lunatic paper yeah, yeah. and not get slammed. Here's my crazy paper. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, you may not be able to see him, but you sure should have heard of him, including on this show earlier. Uh, I'm, of course, talking about the 16-time WWE World Champion John Cena. Uh, well, 23-year-old, there he is holding up the belt. Well, 23-year-old Lewis Oldfield of Bradford, UK, is apparently a fan of Cena's as well as a fan of drinking as he recently changed his legal name to John Cena on a drunken dare. <laughs> John Cena, uh, the new one, who was a restaurant shift leader, said he was drunkenly wrestling his friends and doing fake WWE intros when John Cena's intro popped up and he was dared to change his name to John Cena and uh, 115 pounds and several documents later. And he is now uh, the proud owner of the name John Cena and has a new passport to prove it. Oh, (laughs) he should have gone for Jason Bourne, though. (laughs) Well, anything. That's better than John Cena. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. He told his mom, who he said couldn't stop laughing at him, but he's scared to tell his dad because he's a big Triple H fan. <laughs> <laughs> what a nut. Yeah. Uh, no, anyways, that's that's it. Yeah, all right. He likes the name. He's keeping it. He's cool with it. He's, he's obviously it. obsessed with John Cena. He's like, I was waiting for someone to dare me to do this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, well, with the sunglasses. Dare me to yeah. wear these sunglasses. <laughs> Should I change my name to John Cena? <laughs> the aviators are looking pretty good today. Yeah, they are. Um, all right, got a, got a happy one for you guys to close it up. Call it a make good for yesterday's story I did. As a uh, six-year-old girl who was abducted by her father over a month ago was found. Oh, my God. Uh, was found <laughs> thanks to uh, one very good boy, a bloodhound named Fred. Uh, The girl was first reported missing May 26th in Tennessee's DeKalb County. And uh, Nicholas Reeder, the girl's father, who I guess lost custody of her back in March after the two were found sleeping under a bridge on a cold and rainy night. Um, So after the court stepped in, the the father decided to take matters into his own hands, kidnap the girl and hide in what police are describing as an outbuilding on his expansive property. Um, I guess that's how they didn't locate him sooner, seeing as how they were just on his property. Um, But luckily, Fred came to the rescue. They gave him a piece of this piece of shit's clothes and let Fred loose on the property, who eventually led officers to the door of the building, which was barricaded shut and had metal on the windows. 
Uh, God knows what was going on. But then Fred sat down at the door and gave the uh, he's in there and waited for officers who broke down the door and found the girl and her father in miserable conditions. Um, mm. According to the officer, quote, there was no ventilation and air conditioning inside the small outbuilding. There was barely any food or water for the child. The outbuilding had a strong ammonia smell where the two had been urinating and defecating in a five gallon oh. bucket. Um, and then you saw Fred's partner, Deputy Richard Tidwell of Rutherford County Sheriff's Office said that upon breaking the girl free, she gave Fred a big old hug and kiss and Fred kissed her back. And Fred was awarded with a piece of pizza and some chicken for the job well done. And the father nice. will be going to jail. And the girl is now in the protective care of Tennessee's Department of Children's Services. Are we going to so, nice. pretend that Fred found them by by sniffing the guy's clothes and not the buckets of shit and piss are we gonna are we gonna pretend well, that can we get a picture of Fred? he's a bloodhound can we call it what it is he, he smelled piss and shit he, he fred's got a little tiz in him doesn't <laughs> he he does have a little tiz in him he's still got the job done go get him fred go yeah. get him he's still yeah. got the job done that was still yeah. a very dark story though I mean, yeah. What do you mean? Everything's fine. I'm happy that it ended well. But <laughs> no, I mean that girl's like it's not great. That's, that's, what? It's a child abduction story where she nearly died. It's a happy ending. It's a piss and shit. She's fine. It's a dog could, that looks a little waff. Could have been worse. <laughs> Got to meet Fred. All right. Whatever. I tried. That's gonna do it for hard factor. <laughs> Uh, thank you for listening. We're we're in the home stretch here, guys. We're 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 counting down to vacation. So uh, you know, we appreciate you uh, being with us every day. Uh, sign up for the uh, Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/HardFactor. We're getting uh, members in there left and right. We need to start reading those off again. We'll do that. When you're we're gonna gonna hear, what's on the hear what you're missing yeah. on the Patreon this next week. We're gonna right. play you Florida Man Friday and a high, That's right. high hour. What, yeah. What's on the Hive Hour this week that they can find? Olympics, mainly. We're a lot of Olympic talk. Yeah. A lot of or Olympic oh, sports yeah. that have been removed. You won't believe what sports got taken out of the Olympics that should come back. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And also oh, how the fucking British cheated in the 1906 tug-of-war Olympics. You won't believe how the they French cheated. And the French cheated as well with an event that yeah, by, was in there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you but, get, yeah. You get one of those every week, one Florida Man Friday every week. So that's eight additional episodes a month sometimes oh, and more popped clutch you can hear uh what what <laughs> what wes's requirements are for a solid viewing uh summer olympic experience when it comes to women's gymnastics he needs one thing and he's got it this year uh we all do pat we all have it mm-hmm. yes oh good well that's what a, yes. tr- what a treat what a treat okay listen for that. yeah all right well thanks guys for being with us have a great fucking day see you later yeah